Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And the New Orleans Saints get their victory over the San Francisco 49ers by a score of 27 to 13. And uh, <laughs> needless to say uh, that the Saints looking like a mash unit right now. I mean, so many injuries happen in this game. And nonetheless, the Saints still get the victory. Um, it wasn't pretty, wasn't the best outing, it was sloppy, but a win is a win. And uh, <laughs> I guess if you look at all the things that transpired in the course of this game, you're just glad to get the win, you know, just glad to get the heck up out of there uh, with the dub. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, uh, man, uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, Alvin Kamara did an outstanding job, had three touchdowns today. Uh, offensively, uh, this wasn't the Saints' best outing. Uh, there was an APB out for uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas in this game. And uh, Jared Cook, uh, you know, he didn't play well at all. But, I mean, you can't say it's because Drew Brees left the game. Of course, we already know. We're going to get into that in a minute. Uh, but the defense uh, has been the story of this game. The defense uh, played really well. Uh, from David Ayamada, who was getting penetration up the A-gap. Uh, from Demario Davis flying all around the field. C.J. Garner-Johnson, uh, I mean, Patrick Robinson coming in with the late game heroics. I mean, this these guys were balling, man. And even like Marcus Williams, man, uh, all the Marcus Williams people out there that, you know, they've been, you know, been talking about Marcus Williams. This has been a really good game for him. Uh, you know, all in all, man, everybody defensively, I, I don't have any complaints about that. I mean, you can kind of talk about, you know, them not getting pressure or getting a sack or, you know, enough sacks. Uh, but that is a good offensive line by the San Francisco 49ers. But um, the storyline is uh, Drew Brees. Uh, you know, what what's his future going forward? Uh, I see him on the sidelines in the second half with his helmet on, but I, I hate to be the bear of bad news, folks. Uh, but looking at that injury, I would not be surprised if uh, Drew Brees doesn't have a collarbone injury. Now, I'm, I'm just being serious. I know – he was grabbing his, he's grabbing at his rear barrier. I don't think it was his rib. I think it was his collarbone. The way that that guy slammed down and came down on the side of him, the way that he did, would not surprise me uh, if there was a collarbone injury. And looking at Drew Brees' expression on the sidelines, it looked like he wanted to cry, to be honest with you, man. So I don't think the news is is all that positive. You know, the Saints, they don't really disclose any injuries, but – would not surprise me at all, man. But hopefully that's not the case. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm reading that completely wrong. Uh, but, you know, Jameis Winston did come into the game. Uh, you know, he did some good things. He did some not so good things. Uh, first off, I just want to say this to everybody out there that's trying to grade Jameis Winston on this game. Uh, first off, I feel like that's unfair to Jameis Winston because you have to understand how football is played. Uh, a person like Drew Brees gets 100% of the snaps for the exception of Wednesday at practice, okay? Drew Brees gets all of the snaps. Drew Brees gets all of the playing time in practice, okay? The most Jameis Winston does is scout team. That's it. He don't really do anything else. He don't go out there. Drew need a, a sip of Gatorade, and all of a sudden Jameis comes in. Nah, it don't work like that. So anybody around here judging Jameis Winston based on this game, I feel like that's unfair. It's the same thing that happened with Teddy Bridgewater when they played against the Los Angeles Rams. Go back and watch that game. Teddy didn't play well coming into that game, you know, finishing up the game for Drew Brees. He didn't, okay? So it wasn't until he actually started to become a starter, and that's when we start to see him kind of gradually uh, become better. So I'm not going to judge Jameis Winston based on this game. I'm pretty sure Jameis didn't even think that he was probably going to come into this game for the exception if the Saints just blow those guys out like they did Tampa. So I'm not going to judge him based on this game. Uh, as far as Taysom Hill is concerned, uh, Taysom Hill is just doing what he does best. Uh, I think that I think if anybody is uh, thinking that uh, Taysom Hill is just going to channel his inner Steve Young, his inner Joe Montana, uh, I think that unless some really great things happen and he just completely turn a corner, I think Taysom Hill is who he is. Uh, I think the the person that's going to go forward that the Saints are going to lean on if Drew Brees is out is going to be Jameis Winston. Uh, I think that Taysom is going to come into the game, do what he does best, uh, you know, which is the RPO stuff. But I feel like Jameis is going to be the guy that the Saints believe 
is going to help them win some football games. Uh, you know, Jameis, he doesn't have good chemistry with those players. So, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't expect for him to go out there and, and throw the ball and these guys go out there and catch it, you know, at a at a high rate. If he was out there doing that, then I'd be like, okay. But I, I can't blame him for this particular situation. I cannot. Uh, let me go ahead and read some of the uh, chat. Uh, once again, um, you know, I thank everybody for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast for the Saints victory. Bria says, I need a drink after this. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a tough game. This is one of those games as a fan. You're just glad that the Saints got the win and uh, glad that, you know, the defense was able to hold uh, the lead. You know, this was one of those games where you're just glad to get the heck up out of there. I'm upset because the 49ers are a dirty, cheap shot team. They took a dirty hit on Traquan Smith and Josh Hill. Man. Look, I'm a, the 49ers lost today, okay? All they Bush League antics wasn't enough for them to get the victory. So, uh, bro, Jameis, why did they put him in a game? He sold uh, well, he sold on the goal line. Why did they put him in a game? Because, I mean, the guy deserved to be in a game. I mean, a backup quarterback. And like I said, man, we can't judge people. Like, what? this is not the movies, folks. This ain't the movies where, you know, all of a sudden, like Dennis Quaid, on any given Sunday, goes down and steaming Willie Beeman, played by Jamie Foxx, comes in and just wows the crowd. Like, it don't work like that all the time, man. You know, like, unless you're talking about a, a seasoned veteran like a Fitzpatrick or something like that, it's very rare that you see a guy who didn't get no reps throughout the week just come out there balling, throwing four and five touchdowns. It don't work like that, man. There was a game plan that was set out by the New Orleans Saints with Drew Brees as the quarterback, and Drew Brees was supposed to be one that facilitated. Jameis Winston coming into the game after getting like no reps in practice at all, probably all scout team. The only thing he did was just become uh, Nick Mullins or whatever. Like he was the person that was doing Nick Mullins tendencies as the quarterback. I feel like it's unfair. Okay. If you don't like Jameis Winston, fine. If you talk about he almost threw an interception, fine. If you talk about him throwing the pass behind Michael Thomas, fine. But I mean, get a guy opportunity until I see, like, unless Drew Brees goes down and the Saints say, okay, we're going to give Jameis to start this game against the Falcons. And if Jameis goes out there and he stinks up the joint, then I can be like, okay, all right, well, okay, whatever. But I feel like a guy coming into the game in the second half who probably didn't even think he was going to play, I feel like that's wrong of us to judge a guy based on that. Because if we if we did it with the same type of logic, as some people are doing right now, then we would have wrote off Teddy Bridgewater. And, you know, so I say get a guy a chance, get a guy opportunity. You know, we can't judge a person based on just a little small sample size. Uh, CJ, uh, CJ uh, should get the ball, um, get the game ball. Yeah, man, he was all over the field. They couldn't stop him at all. Uh, thank you. It don't work like that. Yeah. Uh, Ren, uh, Kamara needs to be, and talk for the MVP conversation, and our defense is starting to get their act together. Yeah, Ren, uh, he definitely should be in the MVP conversation. Uh, I can't see anybody that's just out here setting the world on fire, not even the great Patrick Mahomes, you know, from the games that I've seen. Uh, Russell Wilson was in the conversation, but, I mean, he hasn't been playing his best. So, I mean, why not put him in the conversation for the exception of, you know, they always want to try to find a quarterback somewhere. Uh, would you trade for Fitz? Fitz who? Fitzgerald? Fitzpatrick? Who? Uh, nah, either neither one of them I would trade for. Not at all. Jerry Poor uh, says uh, they just love attacking the Saints. That's why I was nervous. Well, I mean, this was a pretty clean game, all things considered, man. I mean, there was a pass interference. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, Brandon Ayuk with that double move, he, he got uh, – Janora Jenkins on that play, but Janora Jenkins recovered, you know. I mean, but besides that, man, they played pretty decent. And you know, two what they had about two two deep balls, you know what I'm saying? One of them was batted down. Well, two of them was batted down, one was intercepted. Well, they no, they had four. One to IU, uh, which was a pass interference. Uh the one that Marcus Williams broke up. Uh so I mean, you look at some of those plays. You know, I mean, they did a pretty good job. I'm not going to complain about the secondary today. It was, it was just, I've seen much worse. Uh, he was holding uh, the cyber clipboard. Uh, who are we talking about here? Who are we talking about? 
Uh, bro, shout out to Marquez Callaway. Guy gave us two free possessions. Yep, definitely did. You know, Marquez Callaway uh, being Johnny on the spot twice uh, should definitely be special teams player of the week. Uh, I, I really feel that way. You know, he should be special teams player of the week after his performance today. Uh, Idris says that fumble by Taysom was uh, heart wrenching. Uh, well, I, I tell you what, um, I I was never really nervous in this game. I hate to say it like that. I was never really nervous. I mean, Nick Mullins looked like trash out there. I'm just being honest. Nick Nick Mullins looked horrible. Like he couldn't move the ball at all in the second half. So um I, I wasn't concerned at all. Uh is Alvin Kamara playing like an MVP? Absolutely. I mean, he definitely the <laughs> he definitely the star of this offense right now. No doubt about that. Uh, Dane, this sucks about Drew Brees. He was playing out of his uh, skull these last few games. Defense has gotten better and better every week. Yeah, trust and believe, man. If, In my honest opinion, if Drew Brees would have stayed in the game in the second half, uh, the Saints probably would have blew out the 49ers. You know, they, they probably would have blew him out. But, I mean, he hurt. And uh, hopefully the only thing we can do right now is uh, pray for the best. If the reps are fine like players – uh we see a lot more clean games yeah it yeah that I, I don't know man even at even at face mask on deontay harris that was a late flag uh the hit on trey Quan smith that that wasn't no flag you know like i, I don't understand it like I, I really don't some of these flags that are thrown and not thrown are, are very weird to me uh Chanel, thank you very much for the 199. Nice to have a swearing just sighting. Yeah, you know, it's not too bad when CJ Garner Johnson uh, was playing out his mind and then his backup is uh DJ Swearinger. That's that's it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad of a backup, in my opinion. I'd be nervous when uh Deontay Harris received the punt. Uh yeah, it wasn't one of his best uh special teams of performances. By no stretch. I mean, I know he had that big uh, punt return, you know, I mean, a uh, kick return, you know, it put the Saints in the red zone, but it definitely wasn't his best showing, you know, in the Saints uniform. I mean, I was just wondering. It wasn't even just him. I'm just wondering, was that some like Orville Redenbacher butter on the pop? I mean, on a, on a ball or something like that? Was it was it uh, some baby all Johnson and Johnson or something like every all? It see like. The ball was just so slippery. Even that pass that Drew Brees threw to Alvin Kamara for a touchdown, that was a slippery football. Taysom Hill was a slippery football. Deontay Harris, slippery football. Uh, For the 49er, James, slippery football. I'm like, what, what the heck is going on here, man? Like, what, what, what they, somebody put some goose grease on the ball or something? Like, what the heck is going on here? But, you know, I mean, this was one of those, it was a very sloppy game, man, like, this one of those games where you just glad the Saints got the victory because, uh, man, if they would have played probably anybody else, I, I don't know what the outcome would have been. But luckily, they they ran into a 49ers team that was kind of, uh, you know, kind of teetering a tad bit. Uh, my big brother EJ says the only team hotter than the Saints right now is the Cardinals. D Hop made the catch of the year a while ago. Uh. I don't know about that. Uh, the Cardinals, they lost last week to the Dolphins. You know, I mean, they they were able to squeak out a victory today. They're an exciting team to watch. Okay, I'll give them that. But I want to say they're the hottest team in the league. That's a little bit of a stretch there. But um, I, I just think that, uh, you know, you got to like Kyler Murray. Uh, Hopkins, I mean, dude had defender draped all up on him. You know what I'm saying? On that Hail Mary, he caught it. I mean, so. I mean, the Cardinals are an exciting team to watch, no doubt about that. But, I mean, I question a lot of things about the, that that team as a as a whole. TJ's Nerves, thank you very much for the $2. Uh, we was calm for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely was calm. Like, I, I'm, I never was, like, nervous about this game. I don't know, man. I guess, I guess you can say I was a little bit arrogant when it came to this game. I just didn't feel like the 49ers could beat the Saints in this, this matchup. I think that they could have done some great things, which they did for the most part. I mean, they did what they could do or what they had, but I never thought the Saints were in any type of trouble, even when they went down 10 nothing. Uh, Kentario, thank you very much for the 299, man. I appreciate that. It was a very, it was very sloppy, TJ. 
bless God for the win. Yeah, it was sloppy, but got the win. Winston has needs to get in a lot of practice this week. Yeah, like I said, if if he gets into practice, if he gets into practice, he practiced with the first team. He works on uh, some of the some of the tendencies of these receivers after practice or something like that. Get a game plan going if Drew can't go. And uh, yeah, man, you know, like then then we can see what he got. Then we can see what he got. How you feel about the Packers? Uh, the Packers are suspect like they always been. Uh, very little, very little defense. Uh, they got a good pass rush uh, that shows up, you know, when they need it. But I'm not really scared of the Packers. I feel like if the Saints played the Packers again, this time the, the outcome would be completely different. No doubt about that. Uh, Kimberly Michelle, I'm hearing ribs. Uh, yeah, they're saying it's a real injury, but like I said, man, I, I don't know. Um, I'm telling you, the way that that guy landed on him, it, it didn't seem like he landed on his ribs. It seemed like he landed on his collarbone on the left side. So, like I said, I, I hope that it's the ribs. Uh, that's probably the best case scenario. Maybe he missed a couple games. Hopefully they just bruised and not uh, cracked or anything like that. Uh, but let, let's just go ahead and um, just pray for the best. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, thank you very much for the $2. Said, them punk Niners ain't nothing without me. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, they're depleted at the receiver position. I'll tell you that. But uh, I'll tell, I tell you the future is bright uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. No doubt about that. Um, Brandon Ayuk, that boy is the truth. And I don't know if some of y'all seen some of my um, – like uh, off-season shows when I was talking about the Saints drafting the guy, he was a guy that named that I brought up, you know, that the Saints need to draft. And as y'all can see, man, little dude got some hands and, um, you know, he, he got some speed on him too, man. So the future is bright, you know, for the for their wide receiver core. You line him up with Debo Samuels and maybe you add another wide receiver via free agency, I think they'll be okay. Uh, hopefully Drew Brees is not out or only out one game. And I think he's going to miss a game. Um, I, I'm just being honest with you. Uh, if he if he's out for a whole entire game, like something seriously got to something seriously got to be wrong with Drew. Like for him to be taken out of a game like that. So I, I don't know how much time he's going to miss. Hopefully. Hopefully we can pray for the best. Like I said, if it's now if it's a collarbone folks, uh whoo. If it's a collarbone, man, it's going to be rough. Uh, you probably won't be seeing Drew Brees uh, for at least, man, six to eight weeks. You know, so let's just hope that's not the case. If brew, if it's bruised or cracked crack ribs, you'll probably be seeing him missing about, i say about three or four games, something like that. Depends on the severity of the rib injury. Uh, banged up, but we're going to get all our guys back soon. Yeah, man, I mean, we had all our guys back today. Uh, and then everybody went down. First was Pete, but he came back into the game. Then it was, uh, you know, Traquan, and then Drew, and then, uh, then Armstead went down for a little bit, and then Lattimore went down. And I'm like, CJ Garner Johnson went down. And I'm like, God, oh man, like, woo, man. Look, I mean, man, look, all you had to do was just key the uh the mass theme music around this thing. Uh, D.H. Gates shoes. Uh, thank you very much for the 99 cents. I appreciate that. Uh, Quine got some action. Yeah. I mean, he did a pretty good job, man. You know, uh, he stopped the run a couple times, uh, set the edge, you know, a couple times, uh, you know, so the more he gets acclimated to the defense, the better he'll become. Uh, Jared says, uh, for coach Payton to fuss, uh, with breeze, it's a significant injury. Get Winston ready. Deep balls will be alive again. Uh, look, I, I don't know about um, I don't know about how long Drew Brees is gonna be out, but let's just not let's not make uh any qualms about this. You know what I'm saying? Like Drew Brees makes the Saints better. You know what I'm saying? He puts them in the best position to win. Uh, Jameis can probably you know sustain some. You know what I'm saying? Sustain a couple games. You know what I'm saying? While Drew get better, but Look, if we talking about going into the playoffs with Jameis Winston, uh, nah, nah, I don't, I don't see that happening, man. I, I don't know about that. Uh, Traquan was uh, the scariest, though. Yeah, man. I mean, 
trust and believe Jimmy Ward about to get a nice little fine from the league. And like I said, he want to finish that game if it was me. Shamika, uh, uh, he was pointing at his ribs on the sidelines. Yeah, he was pointing at, I mean, he would point at his ribs. I, I don't know, man. The way he was looking on the sidelines, it looked like he was about to crown the sidelines. I don't know. Like, if, if you have some bruised ribs or cracked ribs or something like that, like, I, I don't know about, I don't see why you would be upset about that. I, I'm telling you, like, I know he was pointing at, you know what I'm saying? He probably was pointing under, underneath there. You know what I'm saying? I know I seen he grab like underneath there, but I'm telling you, like, I'll tell you right now, like, the way that that guy landed on him, he didn't land on, I, I didn't see him land on his ribs. The only, the only thing that I could see if we're talking about ribs, if, you know, the impact, like, I know he got pushed into, like, one of his offensive linemen and defensive linemen, and then the defender, like, you know, tackled him, and he tackled him, like, on the side, like, on the, on the, on his left side, he tackled him, and all of a sudden, like, all the guy weight, like, went over there, and I'm like, the way he went, like, he didn't grab, he didn't grab his ribs, he didn't grab at his ribs, he grabbed at his shoulder, and I'm telling you, like, he might have been pointing to his ribs, but if you go back, if you go back and look at that, if you go back and look at it, you'll see, like, that guy landed on his left side, Kirkland says, I think Azalone is done in New Orleans after this year. Bond looking hungry on special teams and Quine still has a couple of years left on his deal. Uh, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, not to mention, man, I ain't really see much Azalone in this game. Uh, let's see, he landed on on his ribs. Uh, we'll see. Like I said, we, we'll see about that. I'm hoping it's a rib injury, but I don't know. I don't see what it is. Man, hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, what's up with the Saints playing defense this year? Well, I ain't got no problem with that at all. Uh, Andy, uh, thank you very much for the $5. Says, I hope it's uh, no shoulder injury. We need Drew to read those defenses. Jameis, I, right, but we need Drew. Yeah. Yeah, nobody can dissect the way. See, that's the thing. You know, that that's the difference. Uh, Gabriel, thank you very much for the $5. Uh, that's the difference, though. You know, when you have a guy out there that can read defenses, when he can understand defensive tendencies, and versus a guy who uh, you tell him what the play is and he's looking for that guy, you know, like Drew Brees can put guys in position to succeed. Like he might see like one play where, you know, maybe he's seen his receiver like, you know, wide open or something like that, and he might go right back to the play. You know what I'm saying? And probably switch the receiver from one side to another. If the others, you know what I'm saying? If the D he feels like the offense will have an advantage going to that side. For example, uh, I think it was that game. Was it against Tampa? But it was like one play where he threw the ball behind Jerry Cook. And then he switched Jerry Cook from the right to the left and went to the same play through the pass. And Jerry Cook wide open for a touchdown. Uh, you can't, you can't get that, you know, that type of production out of every quarterback. Uh, the wall. Thank you very much for two dollars. Why is half the Saints defense written on me? <laughs> I don't know why. You know, I don't know why the writing is on the wall. But uh, I hope they play uh as well as they have over the last couple games. DLP twenty six hundred says, "What happened to Cam Jordan?" Uh, he was getting some pressure on the on the quarterback. Man, I mean, Nick Mullins uh was just rolling out of the pocket. They had like one play where uh. Cam Jordan was right there, but Nick Mullins just rolled out of the pocket, you know, got away from the from the rush. So, I mean, but Cam Jordan, he just not he's not having a, a season that we just used to seeing him have. But I mean, that just goes with the fact that you know, once you get older and stuff like that. Not to mention he had an off season off season surgery, which I feel like probably has him not at one hundred percent and. It's not not mentioned, man. Father Time is undefeated. What are you about 30, 31 years old? So, I mean, when you start to get up there in them 30s and stuff like that, man, the production starts to drop. But that's why you got some of these younger guys on the team, like the Davenports, uh, like the Hendricksons, uh, like the Dave Ayamadas, you know, these guys that can come in and, you know, and make up for, you know, Cam Jordan. And they have been doing a really good job. Drew already has a, a flap jacket on in the game. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, most quarterbacks do wear those anyway. If they don't, they're not very smart. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend no quarterback to not wear. You know what I'm saying? A flag, a flag jacket. 
uh, uh, he's getting the double teams or the chip blocks. Yeah, you know, but that's why these other guys eating. Quan will cause some cheese next season. Uh, not necessarily, Charles. So when when a team trades for another player, that player, you know, that that team takes over that player's contract. So uh, if the if I think he signed maybe like a three year deal or something like that with the 49ers, a five year deal, I can't remember. But uh, once that trade is uh, valid, then the Saints take over uh, that particular contract. So he's with the Saints uh, as long as that contract is uh, is still there. You know what I'm saying? So the Saints will have him next season. You know, it's kind of similar to like what, um, you know, Janora Jenkins or whatever. Well, Janora Jenkins, it was a little bit different because the Giants uh, released him. But I think by the Saints picking him up, they, you know, him staying on their roster, you know, they they picked up his contract or whatever like that. But they had to stretch it out uh, over the course of uh, a couple of years, which he agreed to do so. So, uh, but the Saints, uh, they, they take on Quine Alexander's contract. Uh, he came in a game with a right shoulder injury. Uh, the uh, the hit made it worse. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's something we got to remember too. Uh, we definitely got to remember that. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna go ahead and I can't be on long. Uh, who that nation? Uh, I actually have to go to work tonight. Uh, but I will take a few calls. You know, a very very few calls. Maybe like uh, two or three. Uh, you know and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up folks but i apologize you know i can't really you know talk that long uh but once again i gotta go to work but let me go ahead and read some stats here before i uh, open up the phone lines uh drew Brees was eight of 13 for 76 yards and a touchdown before he left the game uh Jameis winston six of 10 63 yards uh latavius murray who ran really hard uh especially late in the game he had nine carries for uh 57 yards uh Taysom hill eight carries 45 yards Kamara, eight carries for 15 yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, seven receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. Deontay Harris, four uh, catches for 24 yards. Michael Thomas, two catches, 27 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, one catch, five yards. Okay, so uh, the offense of the New Orleans Saints today, some of the, some very unusual uh, suspects, you know, in this, in this game, you know, especially like, like people like Michael Thomas wasn't really, a factor. Emmanuel Sanders wasn't really a factor. Jared Cook wasn't really a factor. Uh, I felt like they probably would have been if 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 uh, Drew Brees would have stayed in the game. But that goes to show you that the Saints uh, have a lot of weapons on their team, uh, guys that can get involved as outside of those particular names. And when that happens, it's always a plus. It's a plus that that happened. But let's go ahead and look at some of the defensive uh, guys, you know, of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, some of those those unsung heroes here. Uh, Demario Davis had 12 tackles, eight solos, one sack. Uh, Marcus Williams, uh, uh, nine tackles, uh, four four solos. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, eight total tackles, uh, six solo, one sack, uh, two tackles for loss. Uh, Lattimore, five tackles. Uh, let's see, anybody else on the list? The Saints had two sacks. Both of them came, uh, well, one came from uh, Gardner-Johnson, the other – Came from Demario Davis. Uh, we know that uh, Malcolm Jenkins and Patrick Robinson, uh, they both had interceptions. So uh, I, I would say that the player of the game, if I'm picking one, I mean, is uh, C.J. Garner-Johnson. I mean, outstanding job by C.J. Uh, handling his business, doing what he needs to do in order to uh, make sure that the defense is clicking on all cylinders, uh, followed by Davion Yamada. And then Demario Davis would be third for me. Okay, so I'm opening up the the line right now. Like I said, I'm only going to take a few phone calls, and then we're going to have to wrap it up, folks. Uh, you know, and I'll make sure that on tomorrow morning uh, we're going to be having the show again. So if I don't get to you tonight, if you don't get your phone call tonight, uh, you can call in tomorrow morning on, on the morning show. Okay, so we're gonna go to who that David. What's going on, TJ man? What's going on, man? What about the game? All right, look. I know you said you have to work tonight, so I'll keep it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Whatever respect I had for Kyle Shanahan and this 49ers team just went out the window. Yeah. Like, that's an absolutely unacceptable, uh, unacceptable playing. You got two we got two concussions. Mm-hmm. Two concussions? That's yeah. three in total over the last two meetings. You yeah. can't – like, there's something going on. Either 
I'm at the point to where I believe Kyle Shanahan has a vendetta against the Saints team because of his former uh, his tenure down with the Atlanta Falcons mm-hmm. and how they pretty much tormented him uh, right. during his entire tenure there. That's where I'm at. Right. Because like you can't have that, and then you have additional injuries. I'm happy that Andrews Pete and Teron Armstead escaped some uh, some pretty uh, so some some injuries themselves because they came back in the game. Right. But like, like come on, Kyle. Come on, you got you got coach you guys. That's absolutely unacceptable. And I hope, and I hope the Who That Nation lets him hear, can lets him have an earful. He deserves whatever he comes his way from this Saints from the Saints fan base. And I will not hold anybody. I will not hold anybody back because I'm definitely going to be airing out my grievances on the Who That uh, on a Who That Chatline podcast shortly after here. Now, as far as what I was saying uh, overall for the game, I came on here earlier and I said. The key, the key wins, the keys to this game to win against the 49ers is going to be the secondary and special teams. Lo and behold, those two things were the factors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first quarter, the first quarter, the secondary, they uh they were suspect, but I give them credit where it's due. The same secondary, they made some, they made the correct adjustment to the second quarter and they continued on to the second half. Special teams came alive. Uh for the second week in a row. Like you said, I know, I know, like some some good guys have some dry spells over over some number of weeks, but Jared Cook's been looking kind of kind of suspect. I hope that's not going to case against Atlanta Falcons, the hardest team to play us ever. Uh, Deontay Harris looked a little suspect. Uh, you alluded to uh, uh, a slippery ball, maybe. I'm uh, I'm officially going to dub that slippery gate. <laughs> just saying, that's just me though. Slippery gate, <laughs> official hashtag. But uh, that's all I got for right now. Uh, I'll be covering the key matchups and whatnot on on my podcast later this week, so I won't get into too much detail. But that's all I got for right now, TJ. I'll let go ahead and get you these other callers in. All right, man. I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much, man. And uh, I say call back anytime, my friend. You too. All right, take care. Yeah, who that Davis, man? Uh, y'all make sure y'all check out the State of the Black and Gold uh, podcast coming real soon. Uh, Quinn, what's going on, man? What's going on? Yeah, man. What you thought about the game today? You know. I, I think it was good. It was good for what it was, you know. Like I told you, I think, like I said, it could have been 30 to the 14, like I was saying, but, you know, it was three points short. But other than that, we did good, bro. I think and with that Drew Brees situation, he's straight, bro. That's, <clears throat> that's one of them situations where you get hit in your rear for real. You ever, got hit, you, you ever play football, ever got hit in your rear yeah. before? Yeah. You know what that <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think he, I think he good. I think he want, That's why he wanted to get in. But I feel like Sean Payton was being smart and was like, "Bro, I'm just gonna sit you out and you just wait, bro. We good, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no point again. You hurt. That's and then with everybody else with them the injuries. If you if you really think about it, be honest with yourself. Everybody who got injured or half injured today, they always get injured every week. Think about it. It's the same person falling on the ground every week. Lattimore get out every week. Come back the next week. Got them Gardner, all of them really. Everybody who got injured today, so don't worry about it. all that injury stuff. That's that's nothing. We do that every time. But it was a good game though. We did we did good. We could have. The only thing we gotta fix is we gotta fix up James just in case if we do we don't have you. We gotta fix him up just a little bit more. But Jeanette, we good man. Everybody did what they supposed to. Kamara once again showing off his thing. I really feel like this game plan was set up for the running game more than the passing anyway. Just based yeah. on how they how they took the game with it, it seemed like they, they wanted to go in there to run it more and give everybody else just give it time. So by the time next week come, we good. That's how I look at it. It seemed like right. they just planned for next week, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, they, I think they did some good things, man. I'm just happy they got the win, you know? Yeah, that's all, all I'm worried about. All these different, like, key positions, especially at the quarterback position and knowing how uh, Drew Brees take up the majority of the snaps, uh, for mm-hmm. them to be able to get the victory. That's all I cared about. I mean, I think all predictions and all that kind of stuff goes out of the window right. uh, when Drew Brees went out the game. So, I mm-hmm. mean, if you had this – because in my honest opinion, uh, if Drew Brees probably would have stayed in this game, this game probably wouldn't even been like, – it, it been probably would have been a blowout. Yeah, I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. I did get mad at both of them two times when, when uh, James could have hit Thomas in the end zone both of them two times, but, you know. That's chemistry, man. That's that's chemistry. Yeah, I about to say you know what's going on, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. They'll work on. They'll work on that, man. Right, they'll know? work I mean, on that. Once he once he get like a full week of practice in, and they they if if Drew Brees can't can't go, if they right. get like a full week of uh you know practice and him getting acclimated and 
them probably staying at the practice trying to be on the same page i think that you know next time they probably you know go to that plate uh it, it probably would be a touchdown but mm-hmm. uh something that uh you know that was told to me um shouts out to my guy uh rod walker uh they said that uh after that play uh sean payton was yelling at michael thomas on the sideline so mm-hmm. i don't know what the heck that was about you know what i'm saying i don't know what what the heck was going on with that but uh apparently um he wasn't happy with michael thomas uh you know the route that he ran on that play so uh, I guess got to keep and got to stay tuned for that one. But uh, Quinn, appreciate it, man. Appreciate that phone call, man. All right, brother. Uh, take it easy. I'm right, gonna move on to Jerry Poor. Jerry, what's going on, man? What's going on, Jerry? Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. Woo! What you thought about the man, game, Jerry? Drink. Man, <laughs> I need a drink after this game, bro. I need I need everything <laughs> that you got. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> because, but first off, I ain't gonna be on here too long, DJ. I understand, but I want to place, I want to place a arrest warrant for the Forty ers for what they did, man. They just, mm-hmm. they just flat out dirty, man. Yeah. You saw, what, you saw team. that, you, you, you saw that hit what Ward did to uh the Smith and took him yep. out, took him out the game, mm-hmm. and then yep. Street tried to take take Breeze out the game. I'm like, dude, y'all so y'all just dirty. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a that was uh definitely I, I don't know, like I'm kinda on the fence with that that Drew Brees said, you know what I'm saying? I I mean they said it was roughing. I don't know, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No. But as far as that Traquan yeah. Smith, that Traquan Smith hit was that that was Bush League. Uh that that's something I feel like, you know, yes. somebody need to get suspended over, some fines yes, need was. to be put out, you know, like that there's no room for that. Like he intentionally, like he he launched at this guy, you know what I'm saying, at his head in order to take him out of the game. And you know, when you're doing stuff like that, like I have absolutely no respect for you or or your fan base and what y'all are talking about. And people will go back, uh, Jerry, they start talking about, well, what about Bounty Gate, this, that, and the third? I want people to understand this, okay? They had a whole investigation about the Saints, but let's not pretend like teams don't do that stuff all the time. Like the only difference is the Saints got caught. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Let's just be. Let's just be honest about this. Like yeah. all these different teams, yeah. do these different did, things to make sure that they have a competitive edge. And then you know, like for for a person to say that, oh man, you know, it's, it, like come on, give me a break, man. All teams do that, but the Saints, you yeah. know, what I'm saying they paid, they paid their dues and stuff like that. They did what they were supposed to do. That was about don't gag on 10 years ago so i mean what are we talking about here the only person that's still yeah. there is drew Brees and thomas morris did and, and sean payton so i don't know man I, I, there's no yep. there's no room for that kind of stuff not, and michael not. jenkins yeah don't, yep. don't don't forget michael jenkins too yeah michael jenkins but, uh, was there. But, yeah but yeah. tj yeah <laughs> but uh but i got a question for you tj uh-huh. what you think about that zot that that zach bond hit in the, in the kickoff bro God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I I, I didn't see the hit. Um, I, I heard about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I heard about. It. I think I, I think I seen a replay of the hit. I didn't see it in real time. I was actually washing dishes at that time. You know, my wife asked me to wash the dishes and clean the yeah. kitchen up, so I gotta do that. But I was watching it on my phone at the <laughs> at the time, so I, I I I heard them talking about it and I seen a replay, but. Looked like it was a big hit, man. And um, you know, that's the type of stuff you want to see, man. You see Adam oh, Troutman last week. Yeah, you see Adam Troutman making mm-hmm. plays. He was a third round pick, Zach Bond making plays. So that's what you want to see for the future. Yeah. Yep, but no, but but I got but I gotta give I gotta give the game ball to the defense and the special team, especially Mark Marquez Callaway yeah. with those yeah. two muff pup muff pups recoveries. Yeah. Right, because man, that dude, man, that that dude saved us, bro. Yep, yeah, he did. So if I gotta give the game ball, gotta 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 give it to Marquez Callaway, and I gotta give it to the Saint defense for those yep. two interceptions, one by yeah, Diggs, the other one by uh, Robinson, especially yeah. with Robinson that 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 closed out the game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, especially him so coming the game in. Ball uh, actually go to the de- to the defense and the special teams. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Uh, I think uh, I think this uh, is, was a great defensive performance, uh, and I think there was. Uh, I give it, it a, a I give it a B. 
I give it a B minus uh, for the special teams. Okay, I give it a B minus, not because of Callaway, but there was some. I just get the Deontay Harris. So I'm just, I'm just gonna give it a, I'm just gonna give it a B minus on that. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jerry, thank you so much for the call, man. I appreciate yeah, it. I, I, I just. I just Time, man. I just give him a beep, so that we we'll just leave it like that. But, okay, uh, okay, sounds good. I, but appreciate you having me on, CJ. All right, take care, man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to Josh, man. Josh, what's going on? Hey, what's up, TJ? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing all right, man. What you thought about the game? You know, to be honest with you, I don't have a whole lot to add to the game itself. It went pretty much the exact way I expected it to go. Mm-hmm. I expected, um, I mean, without the injuries, obviously. Yeah. But, like, I expected it to be, like, a dirty win just because of uh, the, the 49ers and how aggressive they play and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, they're, like, this game pretty much was almost exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it would have been much different even if Drew Brees had been in there. I think the score would have pretty much been the same mm-hmm. uh, just because of the style of play versus the style of play that we're dealing with. Right. Um, saw a couple of people on Twitter kind of giving Jameis Winston some crap. Right. And um, – I, Jameis will be all right for a couple weeks. I mean, he's just, it's his first time in there after a while. Right. He's mega talented. Um, he's going to throw some interceptions on us over a couple weeks, but he's going to get us a lot more touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so he'll, he'll take care of us until Drew, until Drew gets back. And I, I've got no uh, issues with that. Right. But I wanted to bring up something that, and ask you about something that uh, I thought of today mm-hmm. um, that could affect the Saints. You know, this is obviously Drew's last season. Right. And uh, the Saints have a real shot at the Super Bowl. I mean, pretty much just the Packers and Seahawks stand in their way. Mm-hmm. But your mayor is a leftist piece of garbage who loves to use the pandemic to steal people's freedoms, control what people do. And I will not put it past her to shut the Saints season down at some point if the COVID count gets past a certain point and take, take this uh, Super Bowl opportunity away from Drew Brees and away from the Saints. So do you think that that's possible? And even if she tries that, do you think the fans can get together and pretty much demand that she not do that? Because that's kind of what I'm worried about. Because your mayor, I mean, she's a control freak. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so what do you think about all that? That's what I want to ask you. Uh, Well, um, Josh, I mean, I don't live in New Orleans anymore. Uh, (laughs) But as a a Saints fan, um, I would have to say, uh, if this pandemic continuously like go the way that it's been going, uh, the numbers have been spiking and stuff like that. Like, but you gotta do what's best. You know, what I'm saying you gotta do what's best for the people, regardless of how we feel about you know COVID as a, if it's just a a ploy or a hoax or whatever. You know, what I'm saying whatever you feel about it. You know, the fact is people are dying because of this. You know, what I'm saying there are cases out here that that people are talking about and. You you got to do what's best for the people. You know you can't just be thinking about. I'll be if I if it was me selfishly. You know what I'm saying I would say man pack the Superdome, but I can't look at it from that particular standpoint because our people have died because of this man. I've I've known personally. You know what I'm saying I'm just being real. Like I've I've seen somebody die of COVID. You know what I'm saying like seriously. So I can I, for me personally I feel like it's something serious. So. If they continue, uh, the numbers continue to spike, I feel like you got to do what's best for the city. Uh, but I don't feel like you need to be doing this for, like, I mean, leverage or something like that or trying to control the city or uh, just being power hungry. If you're doing something like that, then I can't get down with that. But you got to do what's well, what best for the city. What do you think the, the chances of this are? Like, what do you think the chances of the St. season gets shut down are? I, I don't see that happening at all. Zero percent. Okay. Zero percent, unless the NFL completely shuts it down. I, I, I must say, you know what I'm saying? The NFL, unless they they hiding some numbers, they have been doing a really good job at putting these guys in, you know what I'm saying, like taking care of these guys, getting testing, uh, you know what I'm saying, giving these guys the technology that they need in order for them to stay distant. They, I mean, you have cases and stuff like that, but it's like one or two players on the team. It's not like a whole team like – like college football, which me personally, that's who I feel like shouldn't have the season because you got those young kids out there playing for absolutely nothing for free. Okay. It's different. Like when you got Michael Thomas out there playing for $20 million, you know what I'm saying? It's different. Like at least there's like a, an alternative, you know what I'm saying? Like a, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some type of compensation, but what are these college players getting? You know what I'm saying? Like what are they getting from this? So, but 
I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening, Josh, unless the whole entire season like just get completely scrapped, which I don't see that happening. But now she can probably control the numbers of how many people can actually come to the game. You know what I'm saying? But if I if it gets out of control to a point where uh, the Saints feel like it's just being absolutely ridiculous, I can see them actually calling up uh, the mayor of Baton Rouge where they're allowing LSU, uh, you know, to host like 25,000 people at a game. And I can see the Saints probably playing in a postseason in Baton Rouge. So there's there's always an alternative, man, if the Saints not liking what uh, Mayor Contrell is doing. But you got to do what's best for the people, man, regardless to how we feel about it. That's my opinion. All right. Well, hey, thanks, TJ. I'll let you do or take another call or get out of here or whatever you're going to do. But I just wanted to get your take on that because that's what I was thinking about today with all this – COVID news coming out the last couple of days, you know what I mean? So yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a good th- it's good to think about, man. But it's it's just one of those things, Josh. I mean, you you got to kind of weigh things out. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand well, people I, I'm have their opinions about government officials telling me what I should or shouldn't wear and trying to force it on me and all this. Why don't we're all adults? Let us make our own decisions about what we feel is safe. You know what I mean? Right. You and I are not children. You know. Right. Well, but, I mean. Their, their job, okay. Their job is to make sure, like, to me, their job is to make sure that we're in the best position to live our lives. Now, let's just say, for example, if you know they're not telling us, this, let's let's just say they never told us about, you know, what I'm saying wearing mask at all. Let's just talk about they just never told us about this. But then you start seeing like a a, a, a people dying at an alarming rate, and then you find out later that. It could have been solved by wearing a mask or something like that. That that could have probably helped it. Would you be mad? If well, yeah, be, but I'm not talking about them not telling us. I'm talking about them forcing it on us. Right. Well, That's what I'm, and then putting you in jail where you're pretty much guaranteed to catch COVID because you've got a cellmate that you're two feet away from. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, so. Yeah, it's not a perfect system, Josh. I mean, yeah. to me, it never will be. You know what I'm saying? Like, we always going to have issues with the system, man, until – you know, to, to me, until we break down the system completely and start all over, we'll never have a perfect system, man. But, you know, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, brother. All right, take care. Yeah, man, we'll never have a perfect system. Uh, as long as we live, man, we're always going to have, like, some issues where somebody's going to agree uh, one way and then somebody's going to agree the other way, you know. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I just want people to be safe. Uh, I love the Saints. Uh, I, I love – uh, the Superdome, uh, when it's rocking, people loud, crazy. Uh, I love that kind of stuff, but I don't want it to be at the expense of people's health. Like I said, I personally seen somebody lose their life of COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I personally seen it. And um, I, I don't want to – man, it's, it's, not a, it's not a pretty sight to see, y'all. It's not, it's not at all. Uh, Chosen, what's going on, man? What's going on, TJ? How you doing, bro? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. Uh, what you thought about the game today? The game was pretty good, man. You know, it was a tough battle, which I know coming mm-hmm. in, these guys got history, Um, not just from mm-hmm. last year, but, you know, some playoff games a few years back. It's like it just seemed like the Saints and the 49ers had that, had that, you know, that, that every blue moon rivalry. So it's pretty good. Right. Real quick, though, TJ, five chime in. I want to chime in on your last um topic about the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening, man, it's serious. I just found out a, a good friend of mine. She's been diagnosed with it, and she has a and she has a little boy. You know, she she has a baby, and um, I just think about those situations. You know, I we may not understand the rules in place, like you said, it's not a perfect system, but we have to do our part. You know, until a a hundred percent vaccine or something is coming in, let's just wear our mask, let's let's social distance. You know, let's keep staying home when we don't have to be out. Because you, I know, speaking from where I'm from, you know, when when we were supposed to be at home in Baton Rouge. It was like somebody told them to do the opposite. I mean, they had Plank Road and Ally looking like Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was club. It, it, it was this thing called Plank Road. And it's like, that's the name of the street. But every weekend, everybody, what you doing? Oh, I'm going on Plank Road. It was kind of like they bird. It was kind of like y'all bourbon. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I'm like, at this time, you know, so I just, you know, it's, but I just want everybody, man, y'all stay safe, man. Y'all make sure that y'all, you know, we washing our hands and we're adults. We know how to stay safe and stay clean. So right. COVID serious, y'all, you know, whether, like you said, whether it's a hoax or not, it's taking lives. So I'm not going to play with nothing like that. Anything right. I see somebody taking somebody's life, I'm going to take it serious. But 
off that, man, um, the game, I want to defend Jameis Winston, you know, because I was on Twitter, like everybody mm-hmm. else. Right. And we say we know football, TJ, but do we really understand how football works? Because we can't come out and say, oh, Quan Alexander look good in our defense, but we based the net off one route, you know, like, right. like it's just one, one game with us. Yeah, he looked good tonight, but it's just consistent. But we turn around and call Jameis trash. You know what I'm saying? But mm. it's not enough to go off of. You can't give this man praise on one game and you, and and dismiss what this guy did off one game. We got to call a spade a spade. Give Jameis a fair chance. We did the same thing with Teddy Bridgewater last year. Oh, he checked down Teddy. But as soon as that man gave us 5-0, and the rest history, you know? So right. we just got to be mindful of how we judge things. If I was to tell y'all to come on my job site and do what I do, knowing you have no training about it and you only know what I'm telling you and you do my job and it don't come out and I say, oh, you trash, you have no work ethic. You're going to look at it. The first thing you're going to say is, I don't do this. I haven't been trying. I ain't even been here long enough. So right. it's the same thing. Like, give Jameis a chance to get some snaps with the first team. Get get that chemistry with the guys. Learn that playbook all the way. Because I'm pretty sure he ain't learning all the way. Right. I'm pretty sure he still don't know those plays, man. And also, bro, I just, I just, I'm just overall happy with the dub. It was ugly, you know. But what, what could you expect from us? You know, it's, it's an ugly game. Last, last week it was good, but I felt like we only played good last week because we heard the media. You know, right. I don't feel like we came in taking this game as how we took that Bucks game, which, right. which you know, is sad because we should approach every game like that Bucks game, feeling like right. we the underdog. You know that we got everything to lose, even when we don't, because it don't take much for the Saints to get complacent, man. It it really yeah. don't. It don't take much. It's the smallest thing, and you know we playing down a competition, but we pulled that off. And you know next week with these injuries, I feel like it's a blessing in disguise. You know maybe the defense will step up if Drew Brees was to have to go down. Knock on wood. I hope he's okay. But if Drew Brees have to miss games, maybe that'll make us run the ball more and, and make the defense mesh together, you know, like an extra insurance policy. So I'm, I'm looking at the positives and the upside versus just the down because this is a good football team. You know, Sean Payton, you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to put these guys in position to win what we don't have. And, like, um, I think that was Quinn. Right. I think Quinn said, um, man, we ought to be used to these injuries. We know it's the same usual as people who go down. Latimer, you know, I wasn't surprised with Teron Armstead going down. I actually was like, oh, I'm surprised it didn't happen often because these guys, they, they, they in the trenches so much, man. They right. they they doing the dirty work, man. So I, I, I'm looking forward to a good game next week. I'm looking forward. I'm happy this game, you know, ended in our favor. But I just, I just want us to clean up some things and, you know, just take it one day at a time. Every game, approach it like it's, you know, a playoff game. Approach right. it like you have nothing to lose. Like you're down, like all against the mall because this we, we see what it is. Drew Brees, we can't keep relying on that man. You see the man getting banged up. He wearing flat jackets, <laughs> you know, bulletproof vest, everything. <laughs> the, the man, the man trying, bro. So let's, right. let's at least do our part. You know, right. he, he gave us let's at least do our part. And let's at least send this man home retirement and one piece to his family, you know, and hopefully yeah. with a championship ring to look at. But that's yeah. all I got, TJ, man. I appreciate you for, you know, letting me chime in, man. All right. Chosen, appreciate that, man. Thanks for the call, man. No problem, brother. All right. Hey. Uh, We're going to go to Ashley. Ashley, what's going on? What's up, TJ? How you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Uh, what you thought about the game, Ashley? I thought it was a good game. Um, Defense played really good. Special teams played really good. Um, CJ, Gone and DeMarco Davis, they, they played outside their mind today. Mm-hmm. Others in the game. Um. I don't really have nothing too bad to say. I mean, I don't really think we played down to our competition. I think we started off slow, but we started to pick it up, and then Drew Brees got hit, you know what I'm saying? So we had to play with what we had to play with and work with. Um, Jameis, I think, you know, he managed the game well, given the fact that he hasn't practiced with the first team right. at all. So, you know, he managed the game really well. Taysom did his thing until he fumbled, but, you know, defense still held us up. So I don't think we really played down. I just think that, unfortunately, we got we got hit at the wrong time, and it happens. I mean, it's football. It happens. You know what I'm saying? But we right. stepped up, next man up, and that's what football is all about. Right. Uh, what do you think about Jameis, like, going forward? If the Saints have to go with uh, Jameis, if Drew is out for a certain amount of time, what do you expect him to, to play like uh, as a quarterback of the Saints? I think if he gets some more time in with the um with the first team offense, I think he'll be okay. Um, getting the timing down because you know our offense is all about timing. That's what they're used to. 
So I think if they get some more with them and with the with the offensive player, it get a whole lot better. I would like to see uh, Jared Cook more involved. Like these last uh, few weeks, haven't really been. I don't say haven't been involved, but he hasn't really been catching like I've been expecting him to catch. Right. Um. So I want to see him, you know, more into the game. Um. I wish we would have ran the ball a little bit more earlier. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. I don't know why we was throwing so much, but I want Sean Payne to just start opening up the running game a little bit more. Um, and so using that play action a little bit more, but I think once James get more acclimated with the with the first team offense, and I hope hope it's not too long, but if it has to be, then we get that timing down, and he just control those uh those turnovers, those interceptions, because he's a really good quarterback. Like he can get it right. down the field. Right. He just gotta he just gotta make sure he's not trying to do too much and overdo things and, and turn himself into turnovers. And our offensive line just gotta hold up a little bit more. I mean, I know we got some young guys on there. Like Louise, um, who's still trying to get acclimated to how to play on the line of his first year, right. but I think we'll be, I think we'll be all right. I think we will really be all right. Um, defense, like I said, defense is stepping up a little bit more. Mm. Um, hopefully it continues. Um, I don't want them to eat the cheese too much, right. but hopefully it continues these last two two weeks. They've been holding it down. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna be good. Yeah, I think we're gonna be good. And as far as the uh the whole, as far as the whole COVID thing, um. I know a lot of people got their up, they, they, they ups and downs with Ken Trevor. I think she's really doing a real good job in the city, being in the city. You know, she, at the end of the day, she all about trying to keep everybody safe and everybody might not like it because we're a party city and we all about the Saints and won't be in that dome. Right. At the end of the day, like, I done lost a lot of people to this to this, to this this COVID thing. And I didn't see it the first hand this as well. And yeah. at the end of the day, I'm all about being, it being safe and being a school teacher and being inside the building and watching mm-hmm. some of these teachers and these kids get it. Mm-hmm. It's just all about being safe. And the first part is to get these kids back in the building safely. Right. So if that means, you know, shutting down some things and shutting down some of this some of the things that the city used to doing to get to get our first parties back, then that's what it is. And we can't be we can't be mad about that. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, Asha. But I, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And uh, uh thank you for all that you do, especially if you're being a teacher, you know, and educating our children. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, TJ. Appreciate you, baby. All right, take care. And shouts out to Ashley. Um, you know, I mean, we need our school teachers out here, you know, definitely. Uh, you know, I mean, long story short, we seven and two, folks. Uh, the Saints won. The Saints won today. Uh, was it the best game in the world? But you know, I have to say this. You know, just thinking about this game, I hear like the term playing down to our competition. Uh. The 49ers are a really good football team. And I understand they had some injuries and stuff like that. They had some injuries. And I get it. And we expect, like, the Saints to go up here and steamroll those guys. But that is a very good, well-coached football team. These guys were in a Super Bowl last year. Like, we can't forget that, folks. These guys were in a Super Bowl. Now, they lost. No, but they, they were in the Super Bowl. So, I want to say, like, you know, them playing down – we weren't not playing down that competition. I mean, the 49ers are a good football team. And just like when the Saints uh, went down, uh, you know, at the at the cornerback position, when they went down at the wide receiver position, Sean Payton put them in a position to succeed. Kyle Shanahan has a tendency of doing the same exact thing. Um, I apologize. I'm, I'm not going to be taking any more calls for the, uh, for the rest of the night. We're going to go ahead and uh, end the show. Uh, but my final thoughts as far as with the uh, with the New Orleans Saints is simple. Uh, we lost some people uh, along the way as far as with the injuries. Hopefully they're not too serious. We'll find out more about that uh, tomorrow. We'll find more about, uh, you know, as, as the weeks go by. But I like what I saw defensively out of New Orleans Saints. They played uh, well. I mean, way more disciplined. Uh, the tackling was really good. Uh, you know, yeah, they were doing a really good job at, getting Nick Mullins off his spot. Uh, they're going up against the Atlanta Falcons next week, man. And we all know that this is a, a fierce rivalry. You know, the, the Saints and the Falcons do not like each other. Uh, we all know that the Falcons, as uh, down as they've been this season, we know that these guys play really tough. And uh, it seems like they're playing really inspired football because they want to keep Raheem Morris as their head coach. So the Saints better be ready to play. And um, we don't know if it's going to be Drew Brees or Jameis Winston, but I have a lot of confidence in Sean Payton and his coaching staff to get whoever quarterback that they're going to have as a starter ready in order to take on the Atlanta Falcons. I'm looking forward to talking to you all uh, later on in the week about that game 
And I want to say thank you very much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you for all those that called in, uh, that chimed in uh, in the comments, the ones that donated. Thank you all so much. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast, facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. And you can check it out on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. You all take care. Have a good night. We're 7-2. and two. All I got to say is, who that? <laughs>